Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Our Selection by the Birdhole. <laughs> and if you love our Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now our first three comes from Icy Reserve 6995 and now it follows with an update. So we're going to read the original first. So if you've heard it already and you want to skip, please use the timestamps down in the description below. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Deleting My Friend's Wedding Photos in Front of Them? I'm not really a photographer. I'm a dog groomer. I take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my Facebook and Instagram. It's my thing, if that makes sense. I cut in a photo with every appointment. I very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend got married a few days ago and wanting to save money, asked if I shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were perfect. They were on a shoestring budget and I agreed to shoot it for $250, which is nothing for a 10 hour event. On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around 5 p.m., food is being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be a photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired at this point and kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is an old Veterans Legion and there's like 110 Fahrenheit and there's no AC. I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get water and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be a photographer or leave without pay. With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure, and he said yes. So I deleted all the photos I took in front of him and took off saying I'm not his photographer anymore. If I was to be paid $250, honestly at that point I would have paid $250 just for a glass of cold water or somewhere to sit for five minutes. Was I the arsehole? They went right to their honeymoon and they've been off of social media, but a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses. And I remember getting to the end of this story last time and thinking, oh, what's gonna happen when they actually come back from holiday and realize, you know, they haven't got the photos. Is it going to kick off? So that's why I'm very glad we got an update today. And I remember thinking in this one, you know, you're definitely not the arsehole in this situation. He gave you an ultimatum. He pissed you off and then decided to give you an ultimatum. And that entailed, you know, you deleting the photos and you just done what he said. You left, which is absolutely fine in my opinion and good on you for doing so. Any weddings that I've ever been to and I've noticed a photographer around because I'm geeky like that. I love photography and all that sort of stuff. 
I've always noticed that they're, they're always well catered for. You know, they usually get a meal provided, drinks when they need them, all this kind of stuff, which I would expect anyway. Someone doing a professional job, you know, they need to eat and drink for God's sake. But we'll cover a couple of comments and then we'll go to the update from Monochrome, who says not the asshole at all. You could have risked your health and they treated you like shit. Tanuki07 replies to that one saying, like they seriously expected her to work eight and a half hours without food, with little water and no break. Well, let's be honest, she was doing this as a favor and not because of the money. How did they think this would go? OP should tell her side before they come back. They're going to spin this to make OP sound evil. To which Jury No replies to that one saying, fuck them. My wedding photographer not only got a seat, but a full meal and was a paid guest at my wedding. He goofed around with everyone else and helped make it a better celebration and helped with making it more fun, which only enhances the pics. Bride and groom sound like entitled assholes. Cat Got Your Tongue says, they wanted mates rates, but didn't even save you food. Not the asshole. The dogs are much better people than these friends. Type 1 error says, not the asshole. He told you to leave without pay and you called his bluff. Abby Burb says, not the asshole. They took you off the guest list for this without mentioning it to you in advance. You went in with the expectation of $250 to take high quality pictures while also being a guest at their event, including a place to sit, eat and drink. And realistically, you did nothing but follow the groom's suggestion. Either continue being a photographer or forfeit your 250. What did the groom think that entailed? They would get all that work for free. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I'll seriously reconsider this friendship. And one more from Haggis with Ketchup who says, should have kept the photos and sold them for $1,000. The 750 extra is the butthead customer surcharge. <laughs> now, let's move on to the update to see what that says. So update, I previously made a post you can find here and wanted to provide an update. This is a throwaway account, so I'm sorry for not replying to every DM, but I hope this answers many of the questions people had. Immediately after the wedding, they went off for their honeymoon. They went to a cottage up north and didn't use social media for a week. In that time, they got lots of requests for photos on Facebook, and I didn't reply to anyone because to me, this was done and I didn't want the headache of dealing with a fallback. I don't know a lot of these people. It's their circle of friends, so I thought it was best they handled it. The bride contacted me when they returned and asked me my side of the story. I don't know when the groom spilled the beans, but he wasn't truthful about it. He told her I had camera problems and lost the photos. I told her plainly what happened and told her that while I felt guilty, it's no way to treat someone doing them a favor. She wasn't in the know about any of this and asked if there was any way we could mend this. We got to talking and I've agreed to do a reshoot for some photos later in the season. She wants some photos of just them in an outdoor shoot. Photos of rings, some artsy fartsy shots and that's it. She offered me the original 250 and I agreed under the condition I bail at one word of crap from either of them. As for the original photos, I offered to bring my SD card to a place that could attempt to recover them, but at their cost and she declined. Word did get out on social media about some of this and we agreed to sweep it under the rug and try to defuse or play down what happened. A few of the comments I did read, they were wholly against me because the story is twisted with the her camera died narrative the groom spun. I'm upset, but not enough to make a big deal of it. None of them even know my name. I did make two interesting connections though. The DJ was privy to the situation. He was the person I vented to originally and he'd asked if I'd shoot their band at an upcoming event. Additionally, the minister asked if I'd like to shoot some promotional images of his church and choir. 
Not sure if I'm cut out for anything but pet stuff, but it's nice to have something out of this ordeal at least. And while that's like a nice ending that, you know, they may get some additional work, I felt kind of let down by this one. Not by OP, because I don't want to crap on them, you know, when they've already had a hard time. But the fact that they're getting another photo shoot for the original $250. So OP isn't getting any extra money. They've already worked like 10 hours for this couple for free. And now they're going to get another photo shoot for the original $250. So they're getting like even more of your time for, for nothing. In some ways, it makes the situation even worse to me. Photography don't come cheap. I mean, when I worked for that company and we had to go across to the studio across the road, it was like, I think it was like 500 pounds a day. And I know OP claims to just do the, the dog photography and stuff like that, but they've requested this and you're doing it as a favor and they're taking and they're taking the piss. And I almost want to switch it around on the update. And I know this sounds incredibly harsh, but almost like you're the arsehole, but to yourself for doing yourself a disservice by taking on the job for the original price. They should be paying twice or three times the price by this time. However, OP, I do wish you all the best. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Arsehole for Making My Wife Return the $900 Necklace She Bought for Herself Using My Money? My, male 34, wife's female 30, birthday was a couple of weeks ago. She was very honest and vocal about what she wanted, and it was SL Buckle Bracelet. I bought it for her, and it cost me $300 using my own account. We do not purchase each other gifts using the joint account. Since money is tight, this gift broke my back, but I still wanted her to feel appreciated at her birthday. I gave her the bracelet, and she was thrilled. Said she admired it, and put it on right away. Late that night, and after the birthday celebration was over, I found out that my wife purchased a $900 necklace using my account. I asked why she bought herself a gift, knowing I already purchased her a gift, and asked why she used my money. She nervously said she wasn't sure I was going to get her anything for her birthday, and so she planned ahead and bought the necklace. She said that she used my money because obviously the gift is supposed to come from me. I was puzzled as she explained her reasons. I was mad $900 was a lot to spend on a gift. Besides, I already bought her a gift, so this was unnecessary spending process. I told her since I did bring her the gift she wanted, then she needed to return the alternate gift she bought for herself. She refused and argued that I was being heartless and selfish to make her return her birthday gift. I insisted and told her that I'd do it myself if she kept refusing. She said she will return the $300 gift, but I said no, not the $300 gift that I agreed to pay for, and she should return the $900 gift I never agreed to let her have. She returned it after I pressured her and kept sulking saying I'm a controlling jerk with no regard for her feelings on her birthday. She got her sister involved and she ended up calling me an abusive asshole for making money a priority over my wife's happiness. It's been two weeks and she's still cold shouldering me. Even without, you know, the $900 cost involved, it's still insane to go use your partner's money to buy yourself a birthday gift. I find that absolutely crazy. I could never imagine my poor hypothetical partners involved again, get going to them and using their money to buy myself the gift just because I, I think they might not buy me something this year. So I'll just use their money and then use $900. I mean, what the hell? That's not normal behavior to me. And then for the cystic to get involved 
and call you an abusive asshole for making money a priority over wife's happiness. It's called manipulation. And I do wonder what the wife's been saying behind your back to come up with the abusive asshole. Hmm. But Fussy Britch's mama says not the asshole, but your wife is. I will check my accounts to make sure she hasn't purchased any other gifts. And Sibola Saltado says not the asshole. The chick literally committed a felony and then twisted the logic to make it seem like you were getting her a gift. Also that she could manipulate you into making her return her gift you got her. There's something wrong with this girl, man. I guarantee you this isn't the first time this batshit logic has come into play. And it certainly won't be the last. Lenny Briscoe says, not the asshole. she has issues. To which Opie replies saying, I don't know. I mean, yes, she spent so much on a gift, then found out I did buy her a gift. So in my opinion, the only logical thing you do is return a spare gift after she got what she wanted. She suggested returning the $300 gift instead, but I declined because I was fine spending money on the bracelet, but not the $900 gift. KZ Crow says, and quotes, using my own account, we did not purchase each other gifts using the joint account since money is tight and quotes one more time saying she used my money because the gift is supposed to come from me and says info how is she not aware of your financial situation that she doesn't understand how improper the gift is either way unless the person says i don't know what to give you can you pick something you don't get to decide what gift is given to you lol and op replies again saying no she is aware but still blame me because she said she didn't think i'd buy her a gift so she went ahead and bought one I admit, in the last I used to get her expensive gifts, but due to the current financial struggles, I was only able to afford a $300 gift. So what is the usual price of gifts? Uh, Is $900 a usual price of a gift? Holy moly, it's getting worse. OG Corey Stone says, I don't like using the term so much, but it's definitely a case of gaslighting. If it was actually a just-in-case gift that she got as a backup, she would have every intention of returning upon receiving your actual gift. She had no intention of returning it. It wasn't a just-in-case gift. She was hoping she could sneak this by you then, when you call her out on it, try to gaslight you into believing you were somehow the bad guy. Nope, definitely not amigo, not the asshole. And one more from the dissenting gopher who says, I am quite shocked that your wife would even consider buying her own surprise birthday present with your money. If there wasn't an agreement for access to your money or for her to buy her own present, then your wife breached the trust in your relationship. Not only that, but she told you what she wanted and you got it for her. All I can see is that she saw something else that took her sudden fancy, but knew you couldn't afford it, but went ahead and got it anyway. Also, you've said it yourself, money is tight and it broke your back. Lovely necklace, pity it won't look so shiny at night, you know, when the electricity is shut off. Sorry for the melodramatics, I just wanted to make her point. To add insult to injury, she has the audacity to accuse you of being heartless, selfish, controlling, and then doubles down by getting her sister involved in sulks after taking it back. You did have feelings for her on her birthday. You bought her a bracelet. She's wrong, and she knows it. Sulking is her way of punishing you for being right. There is a heartless, selfish, controlling jerk in the story, but it isn't you. Not the arsehole. Red flags abound. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from Pregnant Lady 890 titled, Am I the Asshole for Eating All of My Sister-in-Law Made for Her Kids? So I, 27 female, I'm staying with my in-laws for a few days because my brother-in-law is getting married. I'm currently 23 weeks pregnant, by the way, and I've been dealing with a lot of cravings, plus this massive appetite, which for me is new because I was always strict on what I ate. But I think since I've gotten over the terrible morning sickness, well, all day sickness, my relationship with food has changed, as in I can't get enough, lol. My sister-in-law also staying here for a few days. I have to say she's an amazing cook. She makes everything from scratch because both her kids, one female and four male, are lactose intolerant. I'm not gonna lie, we both have clash because our kids keep asking me for my junk food. I'm vegan by the way, but I reminded that my stuff is off limits, so if she wanted her kids to not cry, she could have she could have been more prepared because even though they can technically eat my food, they weren't entitled to it. She seems to have gotten over it, aka being cold as ice towards me and forgetting to ask me today, did I want to get my hair and nails done, while she and her mother left home alone. Hubby is getting his suit fitted. While they were gone, I noticed the food she left in the oven. And let me just say, it smelled so good. I just wanted a taste, but three quarters of the way through, I thought there's no going back. I thought mother-in-law made it for us, and I just explained to her what happened, but no, the world hates me, it was for sister-in-law's kids. When she got back, she went nuts, saying that was her kid's dinner, and if I wanted food, I should have eaten my own. I suggested she label her stuff like I've been doing in the future because if it wasn't me, the pregnant lady, it would have been her dad or brothers. She told me she wanted the food replaced. I removed myself from the situation because it stressed me out and told my husband and he came back 20 minutes later with food for everyone. He apologized for me and said to take in consideration I'm pregnant. My sister-in-law said, take in this, my kids will shout the house down and cry all night to cramps because your wife can't control herself. I had enough of it and confronted her and she blew up calling me selfish and greedy. I was in tears saying my husband suggested we go to a hotel with the best spa around for a few days so I can relax but then he mentioned on the way that I should have just taken a bit of the food, not all and I owe his sister an apology but I told him he doesn't get it so we aren't on speaking terms either. Now there's a couple of major bits that jumped out to me on this one. There was a part of it where you said, but I reminded my stuff is off limits. So if she wanted their kids to not cry, she could have been more prepared because even though they technically can eat my food, they weren't entitled to it. You later go on to say that your sister-in-law left the food in the oven, which you just could not resist. And three quarters of the way through, (laughs) you ate the whole lot. Food, which I got to say, you're not entitled to. So yes, you're automatically going to be the asshole in this situation. I've known many pregnant people in my time and yes, and I've known them to get cravings as well, but they haven't been out of control to the point where they have to eat someone else's food, pull it out the oven and start eating it. So yes, you're going to be the asshole. But Jesse Fish says you're the asshole. What the fuck? I removed myself from the situation because it stressed me out. 
You created the situation. You ate someone else's food and didn't offer to replace it because you don't like your sister-in-law. Marrow Map says you're the asshole. You're pregnant, not incapable. Cook your own damn food. You were quick enough to tell the kids they couldn't have yours. Even if it was dinner for everyone and made by mother-in-law, it was still incredibly rude of you to eat it and not bother to replace it. You made your husband do it. 23 weeks pregnant is nothing. People are still cooking and grocery shopping at 38 weeks pregnant. You're in for a rude awakening. As Eurorathalos says, you're the asshole and a massive one. You literally stole someone else's food then gaslit them and it sounds like you were planning this. When you thought it was your mother-in-law that made it, you were ready to play the pregnant sob story. But the moment you realized it was sister-in-laws, you dropped the act and instantly gaslit her, saying she should have labeled. Also, speaking of which, you may have contradicted yourself or typo in your story and quotes. While they were gone, I noticed the food you left in the oven and let me say it smelled so good. And then says, this sounds like your sister-in-law left the food in the oven. And then quotes again saying, I thought mother-in-law made it for all of us and I'd explained to her what happened, but the world hates me and it was for sister-in-law's kids. And then goes on to say, but then this claim you thought the mother-in-law was the one that made it. What I just pointed out doesn't change the fact that you stolen, then gaslit. Tralfermodorian says, you're 23 weeks pregnant, not infected with an alien tapeworm. And quotes, even though they can technically eat my food, they weren't entitled to it. And it says, so that's going to have to work both ways here. Just because there is available food that you can eat doesn't mean you just get to eat all of it. And quotes, I thought mother-in-law made it for us all. And then says, and yet you consumed all of it, which doesn't really help your cause here. Your husband bringing home food that doesn't fit their lactose intolerance isn't some saintly effort. Your sister-in-law cooked a meal for her kids to keep them out of your food. You then ate their food. What are you asking for here? A pregnancy pass to be an asshole. <laughs> your husband isn't the one who doesn't get it. You are. It's ridiculously entitled to assume you can behave any which way you want and nobody can say anything because you've decided to incubate a human. Yeah, you're the asshole. And let's have one more from Bad Bandit 1970 who says you're the asshole. Pot, meat, kettle. And quotes, she could have been more prepared because even though they can technically eat my food, they weren't entitled to it. And it says, stop using being pregnant as an excuse for your boorish behavior. You sound entitled as all hell. Your sister-in-law is right. You are selfish and greedy. Tee hee, pregnant woman will eat everything in the fridge if it's not labeled. Tee hee. First, show some manners. You're a guest in their house. How about asking before taking something? Second, you need to own up to it and apologize to your sister-in-law and nephews for your poor behavior. In fact, apologize to the whole family for causing unnecessary drama during your brother-in-law's wedding festivities. Now, what do you make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for telling my entire family that my 32 female cousins, 30 female, child-free wedding isn't 100% child-free and refusing to attend? I need some insight to see if I'm in the wrong because I really don't feel like I am. I, 32 female, just received an invite to my cousin Alex's 30 female wedding. It stated on the invite that the wedding was child-free. I'm not new to child-free weddings, but what has me frustrated is the fact that there will be children in the wedding. Alex plans on having her and her FH's 33 male nieces and nephews at the wedding. I overheard her asking her sister if her niece could be the flower girl at a family get-together. This confused me because child-free means no children. So I called Alex and asked. 
I told her and said that if nieces and nephews are going, then my daughter five, similar in age to her nieces and nephews, should be allowed to go too. Alex said that only those in the bridal party are the exception and that she wants her nieces and nephews at the wedding. When I asked why they could come and not my daughter, she said it's because she knows her nieces and nephews are well behaved, so there will be no issues. She also knows her sister and brother-in-law parent very well and to top it off, she is a teacher who wants a day where she doesn't have to deal with children of others. She also said she is closer to them. I told her that her reasoning was ridiculous because child-free means no kids, including her nieces and nephews. Alex told me if I was more than welcome to decline the invite, so I did. I ended up venting to my mother, married to Alex's dad's brother, and while she didn't agree with Alex, she said she could understand her feelings. However, my dad didn't like it and called her dad, my uncle Mitch, asking why daughter could not come. Mitch told my dad that it's Alex's wedding and she can do as she pleases. He also said cousins are not the same as nieces and nephews, especially since they're in the bridal party. My dad said, since Mitch is paying for it, that he should talk Alex into allowing children. But he declined and said that he and my aunt don't believe paying for the wedding gives them a say. Even if it did, he agrees with Alex. This upset my dad, so he then told other family members. Now several members are upset that Alex and her FH's nieces and nephews will be there, but no one else is allowed to bring their children. We have a fairly large family and we all watch and we all watch each other's children. So finding childcare will be difficult. Most of the family say it's Alex's wedding and her reason makes sense. But I and some of my cousins are refusing to attend. Alex doesn't seem to care one way or the other. One cousin told Alex she was bringing a child anyway to which Alex said, make sure you wear sneakers so it's easier on your feet as you're escorted back to your car. Which is how we found out she's having the security guard from her school checking the guest list and that he knows not to let any children in. Am I the arsehole? You know, it's their wedding. They can do as they please. And if you had approached it once and said, oh, are they definitely not allowed to come? Just double checking sort of thing. And, and then she said, no, we're not. It's a child-free wedding, blah, blah, blah. And left it at that. And then you left it at that. It would have been no one's an arsehole here kind of thing. And I would have been absolutely fine with that. But you're insi But the fact that you kept going back and trying to push it, you went to your family, stirring up drama amongst everyone is making you an absolute huge arsehole to try and sabotage someone's special day like this. Alex gave you the choice. They said, look, if you don't like it, just do not attend. And you said, fine, I won't attend. And then you went behind and started talking to your cousins and stirring them up, trying to get you in your, into your boat and, you know, just causing a ruckus for no reason. Yes, you're the asshole. <laughs> but involuntary cynic says, this has made me laugh. It's her wedding, not some admissions policy for a restaurant. You basically try to speak to the manager <laughs> to demand your own way at someone's wedding. Drop it before you create any more drama. Yes, you're the arsehole. To which Toga Sucks replies to that one saying, I loved how her dad tried to convince the bride's dad to leverage paying for the wedding to force extended family members to be allowed to bring their kids as well. The policy the bride has is pretty standard for a child-free wedding. Many of them still include close family kids or kids in the wedding party. Every action taken by OP and those on her side just drips with entitlement. I really hope some of them do try to show up with their kids and end up being escorted out. Anyway, you're the arsehole. Dyla Quill says you're the arsehole. It's her wedding and she gets to decide who can come or not. You complaining to your parents and having her dad call her dad to complain is childish. 
It might seem unfair, but it's her wedding. You don't have any rights to argue with her about any decision that she makes. If you don't agree with her rules, then do exactly what she said. Don't go. She isn't forcing you to do anything you don't have to do. Golden Nebula says, You're the asshole, not your wedding. Politely decline and leave it at that. You and your cousins are being way too dramatic about this. Hanging out with you says, You're the asshole. I have worked weddings from 2012 to 2019, almost every freaking weekend. It is not unusual for a very close relative to the bride or groom to have their children as part of the bride and groom's wedding party at a child-free wedding. Schopenhauer says, One thing about weddings is that someone will always try to cause drama. You're that person. You're the asshole. And let's have one more cheeky one from Lil Balofer who says, Info, have you always been the family pain in the ass? Your behavior is awful and you need to just stop. Alice can invite who she wants. You don't get to have a say. You don't get to cause family trouble. It makes you look bad. Stay home so the adults can have a nice time. Grow up. You're the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Imagine this cousin coming up to you, trying to cause up this drama. How would you deal with it? <laughs> Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and all of today's verdicts if you choose to share them. Never any pressure though either. Don't forget on our Discord right now that we have a little Halloween competition going on where you can come get involved, put your entries. There's prizes to be won, you know, merch hoodies and stuff like that. But as again, never any pressure to do so. It's just a bit of fun. That's all it is. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Tuesday. Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that new wave. I think I like it how it is. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.